action step that you take is being written. But now, at the top of the pencil is what? An eraser. An eraser. And why is there an eraser? Oh, you mean to tell me as smart as I am when I'm writing and writing and writing that I can also make a mistake? But if I have an eraser, it will do what to the mistake? But what happens if whatever I'm trying to erase is in ink? You need a little extra. You need some whiteout. Got it? To remove it. Now where, I'm, where I want you to understand is every day you are writing something about your life. Say every day. Every day. I'm writing something, I'm writing something about, my life. about my life. But sometimes, sometimes. I make some mistakes. And when I make some mistakes, I need a mighty eraser. Okay, remember that, okay? Look at your neighbor and say, me too. Say, all have sinned and come short. You ain't the only one. But every day, I'm getting better, not bitter, but better, because I have a supernatural eraser, all right? Now remember that as we get into the word today, all right? I wanna go to John the chapter 15 and verse seven. The Gospel of John chapter 15 and verse seven. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Hmm. Go to Psalm 16 and 11. At the mouth of every two words, let there be uh, uh, some help. Psalm 16, 11 say, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures for how long? Forevermore. Hallelujah. Folks, today I come with a message entitled, do you keep your appointments with God? Uh, ask the neighbor on the left and the right. Do you keep your appointments with God? Hmm. And by appointment, I mean an arrangement to do something or to meet someone at a particular time and a particular place. How many of you have ever had a day where you forgot to pray? 
Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Huh? Have you ever had a day when you forgot to pray? And you missed the appointment? Come on now. You're not the only one. But when you miss the appointment, there's a cost. Because the enemy comes in to make you think that, you know, God don't love you no more and it's going to be worse. No, 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 no. He already knew you were going to miss the appointment. That's why he gave you a helper called the Holy Ghost. And he's the one that helps you erase the mistake. Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Do you keep your appointments with God? Or have you been tricked by the devil and his hosts to run from God because of past mistakes? Any of y'all had any past mistakes, past mistakes that, that you allowed to torment and frustrate you? So your thoughts, your words, and your deeds, come on, bring defeat instead of victory God has awaiting for you, huh? Because of faith that pleases Say, 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 I made some mistakes. But God specializes in making me more than a conqueror. And in 2018, I'm excited because I'm overcoming by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Say, neighbor, stop talking about your, your mistakes. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Say, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Mm -mm, no, no, stop magnifying your mistakes and start magnifying the Lord. Because I will bless the Lord. Oh, 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 oh at, what, 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 at all times. And let his praise be what? Continually in my mouth. Say, God, thank you. I'm going to get back to that. So I'm going to get back to that. All right. Let's go to Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3 and verse 1. Now, I want to give you an example of a mighty man that was with Jesus all the time. But this mighty man made some mistakes. It says, Acts 3 and 1, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. Now this is the same Peter that made mistakes. This is the same Peter that made mistakes. It's the same Peter that made mistakes. But he's uh, got a change going on. And he gave heed unto them and expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand, lifting him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. You mean to tell me that after you make mistakes, you can still be a blessing? I said after you make mistakes, you can still be a blessing. 
I said, after you make mistakes, you can still be a blessing. Mm, say, I'm a blessing. Anyhow, hallelujah. And he leaping up and stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. Folks, here I have the first example of someone on their way to keeping a prayer appointment, Peter and John, with God, who had a history of past mistakes that could have shut his faith down forever. Now, this is so important. We're living in times where people are magnifying their problems, magnifying their mistakes. I mean, it's rare, it seems rare to get to somebody that's gonna talk about something good all the time. Right. Huh? You know, somehow they got to confess, you know, this is, this, this, this is working well, but this ain't working well. Let's, why not magnify what's working well? Say neighbor. Magnify what's working well. Because working well brings greater blessing. Hallelujah. All right. Mark chapter 14 and verse 60, 69. Mark 14 and verse 69. And a maid saw him again and began to say to them that stood by, this is one of them. This is where Peter had made the mistake. And he denied it again. And a little after, they that stood by said again to Peter, surely thou art one of them, for thou art a Galilean, and they, thy speech agreeeth thereto. Now here's, here's the punchline. But he began to curse. Eye contact. Any of y'all so saved? That you ever cuss? See, you ain't gonna look at me now, huh? Huh? Saved, sanctified, but you still got some cuss up in there. If you get in some situations, some situations, you wanna cuss. Amen. Come to church. Yeah, look at you. See, you ain't gonna look at me. Come to church. Praising God. That's why you need an eraser. That's why you need an eraser called the Holy Ghost to help him. And he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not this man of whom you speak. You don't know Jesus. You've been walking with him, talking with him, and you don't know him now. And see, under pressure, that's what that, that's, that's what it is. Um, sometimes you, you, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know. And I don't know about Jesus. I don't know about Jesus. I don't know about Jesus. But when he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not this man who spoke. And the second time, he, the cock crew, and Peter called to mind the word that Jesus said unto him. Now, here's what I want you to get. God already knows you're going to cuss. He already knows that there's cuss up in you. My Lord. He already knows. He knows you're downsetting and he knows you're uprising. But see, he, you, you, you got to get past that to understand he loves you enough to say, you know, I, I, I know you're going to have that moment. I know you're going to have that moment, but I still love you. Thank you. 
And the second time the cock crew and Peter called to, to mind the word of Jesus and said unto him before the cock crew twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. And when he thought thereof, he wept. Meaning he had a moment when he had to face reality that he didn't have it all together. And all of us have to have moments when you realize, yeah, you know, I ain't as saved as I want to be. I ain't as sanctified as I want to be. No, no, no. I still got some changes to make. I still got some changes. Now, here's the key. Once you can do that, then you ought to have compassion on somebody else. When you graduate and get to the place where you don't do the same dumb stuff, God going to send somebody that does the dumb stuff along your way to see if you have compassion. But you know how we do. We act like we ain't never done that. Young folk, the reason adults sometimes can read your mail is because they did the same thing that you did. Amen. That's why they know what you did before you do it. Because they did the same thing before they, they did the same thing. But they don't want you to take the same hits that they did. That's why they want you to do it better. Stand on our shoulders and do better than we did. Learn from our mistakes and go better. Not bitter. Say, God, I'm understanding. Folks, here we have one of Jesus' disciples making a major mistake and having to face it for real. Yes, where sin abound, grace much more abounds. And instead of running away from God, like Judas, who made a mistake, made and went and hung himself, he changed and ran to God. Now here's where I'm going with this. Now, there are gonna be times when you make such a mistake, it's gonna pain you. And it's gonna make you feel like, you know, there's no hope. But don't run from God, run to God. Amen. That's when you find out what real love is. See, anybody can be with you when, you know, when things are going well. But who hangs with you when all hell is broken loose? Who, who's still there to say, come on now, I, you know, I, yeah, I know you know, and then they won't let you magnify your mess. They'll say, no, get on up. I got you now. I got your back and I got your front. Because God done sent me to help you along the way. Amen. Come on now, get this. Now let's go to Mark chapter 16 and verse 6. I'm building my case. Mark 16 and 6. And he said unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. So Jesus is dead now. But go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter and Peter, the one that cussed, the one that fussed, the one that made mistake, that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him as he said. Now, folks, Note what happened to both Peter and John on their way to keeping a prayer appointment with God. Now, tell the person sitting next to you, hmm, say yes, you are of great reward to someone when you learn to keep your prayer appointments with God. Mm-hmm. Say remember? Learn from every mistake. Learn how to correct them to the best of your ability. And then move forward, onward, and upward. 
Do you know every successful person has made mistakes? And they, they writing books about their mistakes and getting paid about their mistakes. Come on now. Say God. He's wonderful. And he wants me to be a wonder. Hallelujah. All right. Get this. Let's go to Acts 6 and verse 1. Acts 6 and verse 1. My God, my God. Help me, Holy Ghost. Acts 6 and 1 says this. And in those days when the number of disciples was multiplied, there arose murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, it's not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve temples and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you for seven men of hosts, honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, and Pacorus, Nicanor, and Timon, and Parmenius, and Nicolaus, and a proselyte of Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. And when they had prayed, and when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them, and the word of God increased, and the number of disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of priests were obedient to the faith. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Folks, here we have the key example of the power of keeping your prayer appointment with God. In prayer, you get understanding and clear direction from God hmm, as to how he wants you to flow in your daily life, living together so his kingdom comes in the earth realm. And note, the disciples released others to help in the work of the Lord. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. neighbor. You, got you got an assignment. The Lord wants you to do something too. The Lord wants you, to do something. You, don't no you don't need no title. There's somebody, somebody. that crosses your path that, your path. that needs, the Lord. needs the Lord. Do you know how to witness? You know how to witness. Let, your Let your light shine in the midst, in the midst. of their darkness. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And note, folks, how the disciples released others again to help in the work of the Lord and so that they could continually pray, have prayer and the ministry of the word. That way, the disciples and others became supernatural team. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. Oh, you're part of the supernatural team. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There, there's something, say, say, there's something supernatural that comes up out of you. So don't be intimidated when you meet a devil. Tell that devil where to go. Immediately. And he will go. It will go. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on now. Come on. Wow. And by team, I mean together we each achieve much for the glory of God here on earth in Jesus' name. 
Now let me give you one more, Daniel 6 and 10. You know Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Daniel 6 and 10. It says, now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, meaning he knew when he was in trouble, he went into his house and the windows being opened in his chamber towards Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and cussed. No, he was mad because he was going through this situation. He gave thanks. Come on. He gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime, meaning it was his routine. He had a rhythm. He had a rhythm. He had a rhythm. He had a, you know, he, 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 had, a, a, he had a system of being able to stay in relationship with the Lord. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Who finds you praying when you're in a mess? Or do they find you mad because you're in a mess? Uh, when you know God, uh, the prayers of the righteous avail much. Say prayer, prayer. changes things. Changes. I say prayer. prayer. No, you, I say it. Come on. Prayer, prayer changes things. Every day, every day. Mm -mm -mm. Now, Daniel is my, my next example of a person who learned and practiced daily keeping the prayer appointment with God. He learned, get this, to bring his fears, to bring his worries, to bring his doubts and his tears to the Lord. I don't know about you. I, it, it, it is so important to know when you had that moment that you can pour out to the Lord. Yeah. It's like weeping may endure for a night, huh? But joy comes, come on. And when you, when you spend time with God and getting all that out, you feel better. It's something, it just, it just, you get lighter. You don't have to carry it no more because God is beginning to move and on your behalf and he, he'll do the impossible, he'll work a miracle on your behalf. He learned to know in his heart that Daniel, my God, huh, greatly mattered to the Lord. He knew that the Lord mattered to Daniel. The king did. Uh, tell the person surrounding you, you really matter to the Lord too. And you matter to me too. Say it like you mean it. Say it like you mean it. Now why? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you get into the presence of God, something happens that does not happen anywhere else. Daniel 16, 6 and 9, 6, 19, as I close. Daniel 6, 19. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came into the den, he cried with a lamenting voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the Lord, is thy God whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. The king is the one that put him in the lion's den. And Daniel was being 
O king, live forever. How come Daniel didn't cuss the king out? How come Daniel said, come on, now king, you the one that put me in here. Because Daniel had a relationship with the Lord. And he had get confidence that God was going to do something for him. And he already did. Then said, Daniel, king, live forever. My God has set his angels. Come on now. And it shut the lines. Say, say, neighbor, you got some angels that will shut the enemy's mouth every time they come against you. So loose your angels. Keep your angels working every day. Say, angels, we loose you. We loose you. Fight against those that fight against us. In Jesus' name. Angels, protect us. Coming and going. Angels, stay in charge. Oh, yeah. Huh. God sent his angels, shut the lion's mouth, and they have not hurt me. For as much as before him, innocence was found in me. And also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Then was the king exceedingly glad and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him. Now here's where punchline. Because he believed in his God. And what I'm trying to impart to you today is because you believe in your God, guess what? No hurt. No hurt. No hurt. I said no hurt. No hurt shall come on you either. Keep your prayer appointments with God. Oh my God, my God. Folks, it does matter how consistent you keep your prayer appointment with God. Likewise, angels are assigned to help protect you and I too whenever necessary. And in 2018, the year my heart is for this house, in our lives, the devil and his hosts are working overtime to mock the sons and daughters of God so that they function huh, and miss their prayer appointments daily. Folks, the liar knows that prayers of the righteous avail much. He knows far too well that whenever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. And that is why on social media, TV, and the radio, the devil and his hosts want us distracted from Jesus Christ, who is our love, love, live, living God. So finally, here we go. Psalm 119, 164. Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgment. Grace, peace, great peace have they which love the law. And huh, nothing, say nothing. That's me, say nothing. Shall offend me. My God, my God. Eagle Summit, it's time to soar in our purpose as we serve greater with love. Greater love includes daily keeping your appointment with God. Say every day. Every day. Pastor, every day. I got to work on that one, Pastor. But I can do it every day. And when we do expect greater signs, wonders, and miracles to manifest every day. Now let's pray. Say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, please forgive us for any prayer appointments 
we've missed out on. From this moment forward, with the help of the Holy Spirit, leading, guiding, directing, we daily keep any appointment we make with you for prayer. Holy Spirit, please help us to daily keep the words of God abiding in our hearts, abiding in our minds, so we delight ourselves in the Lord, regardless of life tests and trials we walk through to our next victory and our next kingdom success. Father God, we thank you for amazing grace, abounding mercy, everlasting. We thank you also for your love that never fails and your angels standing charge over us. So signs, wonders, and miracles you've ordained manifest for us in our lifetime. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise, all the thanks for our daily load, our daily load of benefits. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Eye contact. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Say miracles that are on the way. In the mighty name of Jesus, come forth. Signs, wonders, and miracles that are on the way, come forth. Manifest, even today. Holy Ghost, arise in each of us. Holy Ghost, erase our mistakes. Holy Spirit, give us peace and joy. Do the impossible. Do the miraculous in all of our lives. Holy Ghost, arise, arise, arise. Shout hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm expecting and I'm receiving the miracle of God even now. That's why I'm smiling. Show me your teeth. <laughs> All right, praise the Lord.